This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish.
was Smash Fashion and a cover of Abbas Does Your Mother Know from the 2010 LP Don't Pet the Sweaty Things. I'm sure that we are overdue for the new tentatively titled Rompus Pompus album that was mooted back in June of last year. Armitage here for another healthy dose <laughs> of the Paranoid School Rock Show. Five days. Five days of feeling all dandy and chipper. Wake up Sunday morning after a serious line. 10 o'clock is serious for me, as during the week I'm up and at at 5.30 with a stiff neck, sore throat, achy joints that prevented me from seeing the heavy metal kids tonight and has put tomorrow's role models and crybabies gig in serious jeopardy and I'm also in trouble. So remember last week I mentioned the classic gig saga of TV Smith Hotel at the New Cross Inn. And the Bullet Boys and Enough's Enough at the Underworld on the March the 18th. Uh, I informed the squirrel, who, as I found out, was already well aware of the dilemma and, as I suspected, wasn't amused on two counts. That Enough's Enough was supporting and that the Armourbill would like to be in New Cross and not Camden. At the moment, it's been left in limbo with me saying, but it's 20 quid, with the squirrel replying, but it's Enough's Enough. She has counted with something that I did already have an inkling about. Just before Christmas, uh, I was looking forward to seeing the Dirty Strangers up at the Troubadour Club with Bertie Torbay joining them on guitar along with Lowell Fox on drums. Unfortunately, keyboardist Scotty Morvey suffered a stroke a couple of days before the gig was due to play to, to take place. The arranged, rearranged gig is on the 16th of February, the same day as the damned are playing the Camden Palace. So what do I do? See one of my two all-time favourite guitarists playing with the Dirty Strangers or see my other all-time favourite guitarist playing with my absolute all-time favourite bassist at the Camden Palace, even if I am seeing the damn the following day in Kentish Town. Sorry, Bernie, but as I've already bought my damn ticket...
was Tormay and Start from the 1985 album Back to Babylon that featured future LA Guns vocalist Philip Lewis, Chris Hillman, who can now be found playing his trade in treacle with James Brown's widow. Yep, that James Brown. And Ian Whitewood, who after drumming Tormay ended up with Sham 69. Also on last week's show... I mentioned about Groupon doing half-price dab tickets that were subsequently pulled. Of course, the day after I said this, there they were, back on Groupon. So after a few frantic clicks, I now have a ticket to see the damned at Leeds Cliff Hall in Folkestone on the 6th for the wallet-friendly price of £13 with no booking, service or admin fees either. It seems, according to the Red Berry guitarist, that Paul Gray's tenure is only temporarily whilst a permanent replacement... For Stu West is found. If it was down to me, and I couldn't persuade Paul Gray to stay, I'd borrow JJ Burnell from Stranglers. Think about it. His bass sound would be great for the damned.
last Friday on BBC4 was the second of, I think, of three programmes called Hits, Hype and Hustle, an Insider's Guide to the Music Business. This particular episode featured music promoter John Giddings, who looked remarkably like former Crystal Palace and current West Brom manager Alan Pardew, exploring how live music has become a billion-pound industry. Now, I really do get that, obviously. Musicians need to be paid, make a profit, whether it's through record sales or playing live. And I understand where all the money needs to be spent. But what stuck in my craw was Metallica's manager, Peter Mensch, saying that they pushed up ticket prices from X to three times X to see, basically, if they could get away with it which they said they did, with no audience comeback. Sorry, Peter, but you're choosing to read the wrong Facebook posts. Uh, I did hear rumours that tickets for Def Leppard's O2 gig later this year were in the region of £200, which is outrageous considering the band are no longer any good. Oh, come on. The only decent Def Leppard albums are On Through the Night, High and Dry and Pyromania. However, to give Def Leppard their juice, the most expensive general admission tickets uh, price was 55 quid with the cheapest being £37, with the added incentive of cheap trick as support. So I tip my hat to them for that. Could be worse. You could be a Misfits fan and have to fork out $288 to see them, Suicidal Tendencies and Murphy Law on May the 19th in New Jersey. A band that I would pay seriously good money to see live is Professor and the Madman. Whether it would be with Ratscapers, who's got a solo album coming out later this year, and or Paul Gray is neither here nor there as Nick Scalusio pronounced wrong, I know, and Mark Talbot to a sterling job. The band actually have a Where's Rat t-shirt for sale at their live gigs, just to underline the point. No UK dates are forthcoming at the moment, but if you are stateside they are playing the Viper Room Alex Bar and the Anchor Bar on the 22nd, 23rd and 24th of February with the Redwood and House of Blues and the Hum on March the 18th and 17th. Now, as you know, I've had a copy of the new Professor in the Man Pen album Disintegrate Me for the last month or so that I have been desperate to play tracks from. So far, I've managed to air three. Well, now I can air a fourth and my favourite from the album in the shape and form of Machines, which was part of this week's Just Gone Classic Rock Track of the Week. Basically, you vote for your favourite song out of the ones Classic Rock deem need our attention. Bleeding off for me this week as Steve Conti's Gimme Gimme Rock Away was one of the other tracks that you could vote for. But it was Machines that obviously got my click. <laughs>
Also in the mix was the just heard Judah and Rock and Roll music, which will be released as a single on the 30th of March on Rise Above Records. The band will be bringing their 70s retro glam stonk to the Lexington on the 6th and 7th of April for the launch of said single. Support will come from the Cyanide Pearls Friday and Saturday with Lucy's opening proceedings on the 6th with White Trash taking over on the 7th. Over the course of several text messages early last week, head glunk and uber rock contributor Dom Daly pointed me in the direction of a couple of bands that he thought would be right up with Varley. First onto my radar screen were the Bougie Boys, no doubt pronounced wrong, who hail from Halifax, Nova Scotia. With Dom recommended that I should check out their second LP, Weekend Rocker, that was released on Christmas Day last year. So I did. It's a 12-track affair that lasts just over 26 minutes, even with the final track clocking in at 7 minutes, 29 sevens. The album sounds like a melodic power drill gouging out power pop hooks whilst the operator loses control of his bodily functions. On first listen, I wish that uh, singer Alex's vocals were higher in the mix, but by play number three... I revise my opinion as anything louder than anything else would detract from the overall effect. From Weekend Rocker, which uh, along with the band's self-titled debut album is free to download from their Bandcamp site, this is Sister. The second band that Dom said garnered my attention was from Perth, Western Australia and Bikini Cops who go hand in glove with Bougie Boys. Not only do they share the same record label, that will be Drunken Sailor, but they also share the same hell-bent race you to the end of the song that will leave you wondering who just kicked the shit out of you mentality. The band have three albums out called One, Two and guess what? Three. And from Three, this is Midnight.
So last Thursday, that was the 25th of January, Future and Non-Rock Radio UK listeners, I popped up to the Black Heart to see that reborn, again, five-headed Hydra of Hate, copyright Lee Love, that is the hit priest. I missed the opening act, the Charlemagne's, as I was waylaid at the downstairs bar, no excuse. However, the second band on the bill, I made sure that I saw as it was Flash House. This is the sixth time I've seen them now, and I can honestly say... That the tracks that the band have up on their Bandcamp site do not now do them justice. As live, they are a fine-tuned VA engine with any resemblance of baffles removed. They will strip paint off your walls while dabbling your fevered brow. Having said that, though, talking to bassist Matt before their set, he informed me that the test pressings of their 12-inch vinyl of the band's just-released Brown Sauce not to be confused with Maggie Philbin, Keith Chegwin and Noel Edmonds' Band of the 80s. Yes, I want to be a winner. Sounds absolutely pucker. From said record, here's the digital version of Three Wise Monkeys. <laughs>
If you are in London, you can catch Flash House on the 23rd of February at the Fighting Cocks in Kingston upon Thames. March 11th, they'll be at the New Cross Inn along with Lost Peppers, Randy Savages, and the Electric Shakes, as will I. And on the 30th of June, they'll be at the Dev in Camden. Talking of vinyl, the Hit Priest, no time, open brackets, like right now, close brackets, dropped on the 29th of January. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I said that this record was the first to feature new drummer, DP Bomber, and additional guitarist, Silent Mike. I unwittedly lied. Speaking to the band at the Black Heart, it turns out that the four tracks on offer were recorded in June of last year, with Joe Blow still thumping the skins and Austin Rockin' guitaring everywhere. But it's taken this long for them to be pressed up. Well, many vinyl pressing plants closed down in the noughties and nineties, uh, with their equipment getting the old helicopter job over the North Sea treatment. Consequently, there's a wait. Sadly, none of the new four tracks were played live. For some strange reason, the normal receptive audience didn't seem to want to connect with the bad. Don't ask me why, as the hit priests were their usual incendiary selves. Maybe the new twin assault of Austin and Silent Mike stunned everybody into submission. Because as soon as the gig was over, much praise was heaped in the band's general direction. Uh, just to emphasize this, my mate Sid, who I've known for like 35 years, said that they were nearly as good as Motorhead. And just to put that into context, he used to spend all his annual leave following Motorhead on their UK tours, going even so far as to seeing them in Sweden just before Lemmy died. So good job then that the hit priest chose not to play the hammer.
years yesterday the Backyard Babies released their second and arguably best album Total 13 it certainly was a game changer for me with that being Ghetto You and before that you heard the Hit Priests and all my rowdy friends are dead from the No Time Open Brackets Light Right Now Close Brackets 12 Inch the next time the Hit Priests pay London a visit I do believe is on the 4th of May at the 100 Club supporting Crazy Head if you can't wait that long the band are supporting Zeke earlier in the month on the 1st, 2nd and 3rd in Bristol, Manchester and Nottingham not forgetting the Drenched in Beer Festival at the end of April in Stockholm and finally the Hit Priests will be at the Hope and Anchor as part of Timmy and Deb's Dorella's Rockaway Beach on the 29th of June with support from... The Black Bombers get in. Here's Zeke and County Jail from their first new album in over 14 years. Hellbender will be released through Relapse Records on the 30th of March.
a new band to me are Teenage Frames, although they have been going since about 1996. I have to thank the Facebook sponsored post for enlightening me. Now, all music has them as a mod influence band. Personally, after binging on their back catalogue via Bandcamp, the Ramones status quo, really, and Garage Power Pop seem to be more apt. From the just-released four-track EP, Still Pissed, that highlights the indignities of life in 2018, this is the title track. Squirrel, as we talk, well, we are talking, you listen, is over in Finland to see the Michael Monroe band. I mean, who knew? Uh, to have uh, Finnish partners in crime, that'll be Mao and Kaiser, aka The Duck, are not averse to flying around Europe seeing the bands that do it for them. So I wasn't surprised to learn that they were going to be London and Blackheart bound in March. We should attend, said the Squirrel. It would be rude not to, I replied, and then promptly forgot all about it. Seeing the hit priest jog my memory. Couldn't remember what the name of the band was, but scrolling through the Black Heart What's On webpage, I found the band in question. It was sold out. So much so, an extra date, the following day was added, which equally was sold out. The Black Heart never sells out in advance. On the day, sure. But beforehand, the band in question is Magna Carta Cartel. The early lineup featured Martin Person, Simon Nonberg, and Tobias Forge. So basically, Ghost. So that answers my question on why the Black Heart was sold out. However, the current lineup features only Martin Purser, Avid Persner, and Per Glinder. From the five track Demon King EP that came out on Lovely Records last summer, this is Magna Carta Cartel and sway. Mm-hmm. 
as you know, I'm not a big fan of the idiot box. Of course, I own one. Naturally, we own more than probably necessary. Uh, British documentaries, music and otherwise, along with foreign, normally crime dramas that interest me. Imagine my surprise to see Tom from the Phobics, along with Moiny, in a legal and general TV commercial playing in a band called The Debt Fuds about lifetime mortgages. To be fair, this isn't Tom's only claim to fame, apart from being in Deptford's finest, as the Witch Doctors, spelt with a fucking care, wrote a song about him on their last album, Voodoo Eye. This is Tom's White Shoes. be checking out the witch doctors at the scream lounge in croydon on the 24th of february come along to see if tom and his white shoes will be in attendance rounding things off this week are the helicopters as yesterday marked the first anniversary of strings departure until next week take it easy
Rock Radio. We heard it. Rock Radio UK.